Welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast, where we empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I am your host, Corinthian Carruthers II, and thank you for listening. I am a licensed beauty educator, licensed cosmetologist, and natural hair culturist. I am co-owner of Creative Hair School of Cosmetology and creator of Natural Hair Education, where I guide, teach, and coach beauty school students and professional stylists on their path towards mastering and increasing their value and income in natural hair care and braiding. On this platform, we will discuss real hair stories, break myths, and grow in self-love. Hey everyone, on today's episode, I have a special guest. I bring on the special guest, I want to talk to you guys about Natural Hair Education's first certification course. Now, many of you know that I own a beauty school, and within my beauty school, I teach a natural hair program that leads to license. Well, I have decided to share this information with those who are interested in becoming a certified natural hair care specialist. This program will open up in February. It will consist of eight weeks of coaching, theoretical content, test, and hands-on practical styles. So if you're interested in this program, be sure to reach out to me at corinthian at naturalhairedu.com or visit my website, naturalhairedu.com. Now, for those of you who already specializes in natural hair, but want to improve your skills, increase your time, and just get a better grip on your technical skills in natural hair care, then I have a course for you as well. I will be releasing my hands-on texture hairstyling program in just a few weeks. Now, this program will come with different hairstyles and also a textured hair mannequin that you can practice on. Yes, Natural Hair Education has its first texture hair mannequin. So you'll be able to incorporate this mannequin with all of your skills, increase your time, improve your techniques, increase your income, and make sure your clients are leaving happy and satisfied with their natural hairstyles. Now let's get to our first guest of 2021. Today's guest is Brandy Taylor. She is so accomplished. She is so smart. She is very intelligent when it comes to the beauty industry. And she has so many strategies on how we can set ourselves up for success in 2021. So I'm going to read Brandy Taylor's bio and have her on. Brandy Taylor is an accomplished beauty expert with 14 years of experience in makeup artistry, including fashion, video, and print. Brandy is the owner of Exquisite Looks, LLC. Brandy's diverse background and experience create an exceptional style accredited only to her and her creativity. Her innate ability to bring out the best in others is unmatched. Because of this, Brandy is now a highly sought after speaker and coach. Her workshops are a must for those serious about a career in the beauty industry. In 2017, she founded the Detroit Business and Beauty Expo. The annual event was created to empower, connect, and impact the beauty industry by providing exposure, networking, and premier education for beauty pros and entrepreneurs. Through the success of the Expo, the Business Beauty Podcast was formed in 2019 to expand the scope of the event from the borders of Michigan to a national stage by interviewing fellow experts from around the world. 
Here is our first guest for 2021. Hi, Brandy, and welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast. Hey, Corinthia. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you for being here. Um, I just want to say first that I really admire you. I started uh, watching you from afar. I think it was earlier last year, maybe late 2019, and just seeing how much you contribute to the beauty industry, you know, all the people that are trying to scale their business and who they are within their business. And so I wanted to invite you on the podcast today to kind of um, go through some of the things that we can do this year by being in January, some things we can start implementing for ourselves to build out our lives the way we want to see it come to life. So before we get into that, I do want to just have you introduce yourself and tell the audience who you are and what you do. Awesome. No problem. Well, of course, I'm Brandi Taylor. I am a beauty expert of 15 years. I'm going to have experience as an esthetician and makeup artist. And I went into educating and now I'm coaching and I have a podcast myself. And so it's my goal to really push beautypreneurs into their goals and to help them achieve their goals. And so I love the, I love beauty and business. And so I brought both of those together. Yes. So your podcast is called beauty and business network. You have the business beauty network. Network. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so on girl, listen, y'all her podcast, she has so many amazing guests. You can learn so much about this industry just by listening to her podcast. The people on her, the guests that she have always share like amazing wisdom. So, Brandy, I want to ask you first, by it being 2021, we just came out of a rough 2020 with the pandemic and, you know, a lot of things that happened that we weren't, that wasn't planned. How can we set ourselves up this year for success, just on our personal, our personal level and in, in our business? Great question. So what I would say, the best way to set yourself up for success is, if, is to have a plan. Because if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I think oftentimes when there's a new year, we think we need to do all these big grand things and we have all these great ideas. And oftentimes we don't achieve them because we don't have a plan to do so. So I think the main thing to do is just to plan things out and start it off one week at a time. I say one day at a time, a week at a time, and a month at a time, and then just gradually start working on your goals and planning things out. But I think that's the biggest thing when you want to, even in your life, your business, whatever it is, is just, you know, planning it out, writing it down, and then, you know, planning it out and executing it. Good. So we can, we can really start, of course, by writing it out. So what, like, what does that look like? For example, for me, I know one thing I do want to focus on this year is my health. Um, because during the pandemic, I did pick up extra pounds. I kind of lost track of the importance of keeping my body um, strong and healthy. So if a person want to, let's just say they want to focus on their health, what does that look like? How can an individual start to plan that for themselves? Yeah, so focusing on your health, I know I wanted, I've been doing that as well. And so over the course of my life, I've tried many things when it comes to like getting healthy and all those things and none of them really stick. 
And I think it was because I implemented too many things at once. Mm. And so what I, I'll share what I'm doing is I want to drink more water, right? So I wanted to increase my water intake and cut out, you know, uh, a lot of processed foods and stuff like that. So I'm starting there, just, you know, drinking more water and taking in less processed foods. And so just slowly making changes because I think what happens is we think, okay, You've been eating unhealthy all this time, but you think you're going to go on a diet, start working out, start drinking more water, and all of these things all at once. And it's like shock to the system because it's like, okay, you know, it's too many things. So you you think you're going to change five things at once. You're you're setting yourself up for failure. But if you just start one thing at a time, if you if you could stay 30 days, you drink more water, increase your water intake. Okay, now you got that down. That's a habit now. Now I can start working on my diet. And then once I get, you know, the diet is a habit. And then now I can start working on working out and then adding things gradually. But I think oftentimes what we do, and this is in life and business and everything, we want to change five or six things at once and wonder why we fail. Mm, man, that's so good. That is so true. Last year in 2020, when we were in the pandemic, we did see an influx of people starting like businesses and bringing things to life. I did hear your podcast. You created with a t-shirt, you have your own makeup line, like you really threw yourself in it. So for those of us, I know this is a natural hair education podcast, but a lot of the listeners are interested in this industry and pursuing some things. What kind of recommendations or tips would you have for people who are looking to do some type of business online this year in 2021? I recommend just researching the market, like really getting to understand for what's, you know, what's working right now in the beauty industry, what's not. Like oftentimes people, they look at maybe social media and they see, okay, everybody's doing this. So maybe I should jump on that. But you not if you don't research the market, you're not going to be really clear on if that's a good idea or not. So what I did when starting my products, I started really researching the market so that I could see if there was a need for what I wanted to offer. And what I learned was that in 2020, the lipstick sales had decreased, but like mascara, eyeshadow, and brow products had increased. And so that's why I started those, you know, that particular product line, because I know there's more people, because you're wearing masks, you're not going to see the lips, right? But you will still see the brows and the eyes. And so people are focusing on that. So when I really looked at it, like it, it would be more ideal for me to come out with a brow product or lashes or eyeshadow or something, because that's what people are, you know, buying right now. And so that's what I would recommend. Just research the market. And make sure it's something that can go with your business. So if you're a makeup artist, then it might make sense to, you know, carry some makeup products, you know, maybe um, carrying the eyeshadow, you're using it on them, you can sell it to your clients, things like that. And if you're a natural hairstylist like you, I know a lot of natural hairstylists are looking into different oils and different things that they can provide for their clients. So maybe creating an oil or buying it pre-made and, you know, batching it up yourself or however, but that may be something, but research the market and then make sure it's something that'll go, you know, with your business well. Man, that's good. Okay. So Brandy is also a coach. Um, Can you tell us about your coaching business and who do you specifically coach and um, what some of the results that your clients have had? 
Sure, no problem. So I am a business coach for beauty professionals. So I coach beauty professionals and um, I love beauty and I love business and it's just my way and helping the industry that I love. And so what I do is, is I actually will help you with strategies in your business. Uh, we, we work, I, the first thing we do is we figure out a strategy. So I get an understanding of your business and, the, and your business needs and your goals. And then I come up with strategies to help you to get to your goals. And then we set up an action plan. And then you, then once we do that, we follow up, we meet, we do some coaching and I help keep you on track with those things. And so that's what I do for beauty professionals. I actually work with you and whatever your goal is. Some people may have a, goal to include a booking system, or maybe they're looking to add more clients, or maybe they're looking to create an ebook or something like that. But as far as results, I've gotten some great results. Um, I've, some of my clients have, you know, really increased their income over 25% working with me, just really figuring out how to go up on their prices. Cause sometimes that could be difficult for stylists, you know, knowing how to price themselves properly and how to increase and how to, you know, introduce that to your clients. I've also had people who have created eBooks and different things of that nature. You know, I have a colorist. She just put out her new eBook on color formulas. Um, I have another one who's working on one for brows and things of that nature. And then one is working on one for natural hair as well. So they, so I've done an eBook. So if it's, if it's something that I've done before, I'll definitely help you do it. I even have a few people that are looking to start product lines as well. And so I've been helping them and guiding them with getting their product launched and things of that nature. And social media is a big thing too, sales and marketing and branding. And so anything that I have experience in, I bring it to the coaching platform and I help my beauty pros, you know, to expand their business and to amplify their business and to take more action. Oftentimes they kind of like have ideas and different things that they want to do, but they're stuck or maybe they're stuck in their head about it, or they're making it like this big thing that they can't achieve. And so what I do is, is I'm like, no, we just need to take the action. I push you to take the action. And what I find is the people that actually take the action steps that I have them take are the most successful. Ooh, girl, that's really good. So this is a good time. This is we're still in January, beginning top of the year. This is a really good time because I feel like accountability and coaching is necessary. I don't see how one can grow their whole empire, their whole business without having that coach or having that accountability. You need that person to help you fine tune your goal and then keep you accountable to it, give you strategies to um, make it come to life. So. I know it is so necessary. And that's amazing that you provide that for our industry because I, I think I shared this with you before. I'm not sure if it was on your podcast or I was having a conversation with someone, but just how I fear of getting into this industry at one point because of the lack of professionalism that I saw, you know, people not having plans, going to a salon and it's not, you know, they, they just didn't have it together. And I didn't want to be that type of stylist. And the, the fact that you're taking out time to actually input your wisdom and your information to people so that they can go out into the world and provide better experiences and increase their income for themselves. Now that's like, that's amazing. Our industry needs more of this. So I appreciate the work that you're doing. Now you did have a conference back in October. Was it October? Yes. October. Yes. Listen, y'all, Brandy, <laughs> Brandy has been doing this Detroit Beauty Business Network for a few years now. And last year, uh, my brother and I was a part of her conference and she had some amazing people as panelists. It was so good. Um, one person that I really enjoyed was the guy about the products. 
Anthony Sandifer. Anthony, okay. Sandifer. Okay, he was really good. From that point, you know, we started looking at how we can brand our own product here at the beauty school. We, we've been, we still on that path. But could you tell us about um, how you put that or the reason for putting that network, that conference together? Yeah, well, that was my well, my second time doing it virtually. Um, and so I had to switch over to virtual, of course, in 2020. But I started doing the Detroit Business and Beauty Expo in 2017. It was just an idea that I had. Like, I, I was learning so much about business. I had just grew my business tremendously. And I, want, I knew that there was a lot of information out there that beauty professionals just weren't aware of. And just for the lack of knowledge, they just weren't, you know, really moving forward in their businesses. So I was like, I want to have a platform where I can bring knowledge to beauty professionals. And so I started it off in 2017 as a live event, and we did it every year. It was continuously growing. And so when 2020 hit, we had to pivot and switch and do it virtually. And so 2020, my plan was to help beauty professionals with product development, starting their own brands and things of that nature, because that was a trending thing. And that was something that now people, since they had were off work maybe for 30 days or 60 days or however long, they had to kind of figure out, okay, another stream of income. And so as people started looking at things differently, like, can I teach a class? Can I start a product? Or, you know, what can I do to make more income in my business? And so that's why I really wanted that to be a great focus for the, for the summit this year. And so it's just my goal between my events and a podcast is just to empower the beauty professionals and connect us and to shine light on people like yourself who are doing awesome things in this industry. I appreciate that. And I appreciate that, you know, your podcast, the conference, everything has so much value. The information that you shared in that conference and then the podcast, you have to pay for that stuff. <laughs> So if you guys are in the beauty industry or are looking to expand your ideas and your business, you have to check out her podcast. Before um, we get to the end of the episode, I do want you, because I did watch a few of your live videos, of course, of you doing your makeup, <laughs> but you were also speaking to us um, just about this year. And I think you had goals for first quarter. Could you share the importance of us setting goals and not just by the week or the month, but, but trying to set goals by the quarter as well so that we could just progress during this time and, you know, not get distracted by what's happening on the news, but really stay in the course and, and, and really focusing on us. Yeah. So quarterly goals to me is the way to go because it works for me and I'm pretty sure it work for other people because, you know, you got 12 months in a year. And so you can say, well, I want to work on my health, my finances, my this, my that. And then it can kind of seem like a blur as the year is going on. If you don't really have an exact plan or you don't know exactly when you're going to work on these things or how you're going to start these things. So what I started doing was creating quarterly goals. And so I break my goals up into quarters. So I know what I'm focusing on every month. So I have a January focus, a, a February focus, and a March focus. And so that's what I get out right now. And before next quarter, I'll have the next three months, you know, uh, focus together. But right now, I'm just focusing on my January goals. And every week, I have a certain amount of things that I have to do each week in order to hit the, the January goals. And that makes it easier. And I know just breaking it down that way, it helps me to hit more goals because I chunk it down like that. So I know that I want to do 
a particular thing in January. So what do I need to do every week towards achieving that goal? And that's how I wrote it out. So I know what I need to do every week. And I even blocked off the first week in January so that I, um, I blocked off the first week in January so that I can really start, you know, put things into place and everything. And I even recommend this for beauty professionals for their marketing. Try to get, you know, ahead of that. Like if you, if you have certain things, like most times if you've been in business a while, you know, like maybe there's slower months, there's certain things you want to focus on at a certain time of year. So like plan that out, plan out your marketing. Like I was talking to one of my clients the other day and she knows she's slower in February. And so she wanted to do like a 20% off for her clients. And I said, well, that's something that you will market in January and plan that out so that you can start already having your, your marketing in place for those things. And you know exactly what type of post you're going to be sharing and how you're going to position your offer. But I've, I think business owners and people, everybody should do this. And I think it makes it easier to achieve your goals that way. Yeah, I really agree. Um, I have a couple questions to ask about this. Is there um, a type of planner or something that you use specifically to help with that? Do you have your own planner? A planner is great. I do. I create a planner for my beauty professionals. We have a quarterly planner, so I broke it up into quarters so that they can put their uh, goals in there. I also have worksheets on smart goals and things like that. And I and um, that's something that I'm open. It's a PDF I can send for free. So uh, they could actually, if you want it, you can email me at info at businessbeautynetwork.com. You can get my free planner. But I did create a planner for um, the beauty professionals that I work with, which actually really breaks it down. So it has you write down your goal, your weekly goals. It has you write down your SMART goals and your, your monthly goals and all of those things because that, that's the way to keep track of it. But the best thing to do is I just like I have a board and my my quarter, my Q1 is on my board. And so I can see it every day and I know what I should be working on in January. But you can yeah. use the planner if that works for you. Write it down on a notebook or even, you know, write it down on your phone like your notes because I, I use my notes a lot in my phone. Yeah, girl, me too. Me too. And I love um, writing out my goals as well. This year, I did something different. I put, I took a picture of an image of like, it's like a peaceful serenity image. And then on top of it, I placed affirmations to go along with my goals. I did that. Now, do you do vision boards for yourself and um, affirmations, things like that? Yes. So I actually have a book and I'll send you the link and you can share it with your audience. And so it's actually daily affirmations for beauty professionals. It's an ebook that I created. And this is, I'm actually giving it away for free um, this year. It was something that I was selling last year and I'm giving it away for free this year, but I'll send you the link and they can download it for free. But yeah, it's a, it's a book of daily affirmations. So I, I am all for affirmations and I do have a vision board. And what I started with my, um, with my clients last year was we started digital vision board so what we did on on canva we created you could create like a uh i think it's called like a some type of board you create i forget the name of it but you mm-hmm. would create it on canva and um it's easy because you could just put like like say if you want to put your january goals you could just put your january goals or your q1 because you don't have a whole lot of space but we call it i create it call, i call it a digital vision board and you can create it on canva and you can put, I, I have you put like your pictures, your exact goals and a date you plan to achieve these things Ooh, by. Good. And that's something that you can put on your phone and look at every day as well as a picture. 
because you can just create it. You can save it as a picture and have it on your phone as well. And that's your vision board you can look at every day. So wow. that's another thing too. So if you don't want to, you can do the big vision board. Like I have one here. You could do a big vision board, but it, you can also do a digital vision board where you can break down your goals either monthly or quarterly. And you can look at that digital vision board every day. Oh, that's really good. I'm going to have to um, get in Canva. I love Canva. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> the next thing was you you talked about like mapping out your marketing or just knowing, you know, about the months that are upcoming. Now, this year I did do that. Last year, I just kind of swung it, you know, like I wasn't planning my marketing or my posts. But this year I'm trying to be more mindful around that, even though right now I'm still struggling with a method to um, stick to when it comes to my marketing. But for my podcast, I did map out the first two quarters (laughs) of the year. I do have, you know, it mapped out up until then. However, I struggle with content creation and posting, if you get what I'm saying. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm more of an introvert. And so when I have to do things outside of myself and go into the world, it kind of frightens me. And I don't do a lot of it. I know I should. But do you have any um, ideas or recommendations on how a person can actually push through the fear of that and really starting to plan and sticking to the plan, if that makes sense? <laughs> yeah, I think the more and more you do something, the more and more you'll get comfortable with it. Because I remember when Periscope was really popular. Because um, I, I don't think Facebook, I think Periscope was first and then Facebook started making it where you could go live. And then once Facebook made you go live, then, you know, Periscope kind of eventually phased out. But I remember Periscope, I would go live. I would be so nervous to be, you know, on there. And I would just be on there stumbling over my words and nervous. Oh, my God, do I look right or whatever. But then the more and more that I did it and went on there and got, you know, went on there and did live videos, the more and more I got comfortable with doing it. And so I think that's with anything. So I think the more and more you do it, the more and more you'll just get comfortable in doing it. So it's just like, you know, you got to crawl before you walk, just take one step at a time to start putting stuff out there. And I think you're doing great. Like I was going to ask you about the post the other day, like those mannequins, like girl, people are looking like, where you get the mannequins from? But I think the, what you're doing is fine. I think you're right on trend. I love the way you shared the unboxing of them and how you've been sharing, you know, how you're teaching your classes and different things. I just say, just stay consistent with that. And just keep going. So I feel I don't feel like you don't really know what to do. You may sometimes feel a little self-conscious about it, but just keep just just keep doing it and keep doing it. Eventually you won't even think about it. You'll be like, oh, this is gonna be great for content. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Brandy. You're welcome. There's two more things before I let you go. The first one is can you get now you didn't share so much value with us. Because you share something with us, a tip or a myth, it can be around hair, it can be around makeup, something that we could benefit from that typically people don't know when it comes to the beauty industry. My thing is, I I found this out along the way, and I think this will help your listeners. Um, it's okay to be you, right? It's okay to like what you like. It's okay to do what you do, the way you do it. And you are needed because... What I think is, is we look at everybody else, right? We look at what all these other people are doing, the way they're doing it, and they're doing all these fabulous things. And then we, then we look at ourselves and we say, 
well, you know, I don't know if I can do it just like her or do exactly what she's doing or whatever. Or sometimes we feel like we're inadequate because we don't do things like how other people do them or whatever. But it's okay just to do you. Like, just be true to who you are as a hairstylist, as an esthetician maker, whatever you do, be true to who you are. And that's when, you know, you're really going to shine bright. And that's when you're really going to, you know, embrace the world and the world will receive you because they're receiving who you are and you won't be received by everybody and that's okay but you're going to be the most happiest then you're going to be the most comfortable then because you're being true to yourself so it's just okay to be you do you oh that's good that's a good message for the new year (laughs) y'all okay so can you share with us where we can find you yeah, my website is I am Brandy Taylor. Um, that's my um, my personal website. Or you can find me at businessbeautynetwork.com. The podcast is Business Beauty Network. I'm on all, you know, Apple everywhere. You can find me there. And on Inst- on Instagram and Facebook, it's the same thing. You can do I am Brandy Taylor or Business Beauty Network, and you can find me there. Awesome. Brandy, I just love you, girl. Listen, Brandy... Um, invited me to be a guest on her podcast and I just fell in love with her. I've been following her since and listening to her episodes. You guys have to go and listen to her podcast. She has topics about everything from accounting to marketing, like everything, anything you want to know when it comes to this industry and how to expand yourself. She has it in one of her episodes. So be sure to follow Brandy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you again, Brandy, for being the guest. Awesome. I am too. Thank you so much for having me. Karen. No problem. Thank you. I hope you all enjoy Brandy as much as I did. Make sure you guys follow her on Instagram, check out her website, and definitely subscribe to her podcast. Be sure to check the show notes for details and information on my natural hair education certification course and my hands-on program. Until next time, you guys, let's continue to educate, empower, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.